welcome to Her Natural Potential Podcast. This is the place where we help driven women get healthier, wealthier, and stronger. I'm your host, Nikki Quark, a registered holistic nutritionist and transformation coach, and I'm going to show you how to level up your nutrition, health, and mindset so you can start living life at your full potential. Hello. Today, I wanted to share with you kind of my journey with gut health. And oftentimes, right, we can see somebody where they are now, right, where they've gotten to either in terms of their health or their fitness. But it has taken me many, many years, specifically with my gut health, probably my entire life, in, in order to get to the place where I'm at right now, and also have my lifestyle become so second nature. And so that's what I really wanted to dive into today, because right, like you kind of see where I am now. Right now, i am been coaching for several years. I've had my history with competing. I have, yeah, been working with clients for many, many years now. I'm a registered holistic nutritionist. So it's like you see where I am at now. And right now I'm in a good spot with my fitness and my body composition, my lifestyle, my gut health and my hormones. But it's been a journey. It has been a process in order to get here. And so today I really wanted to dive into and just share a little bit, mostly specifically about my gut health, right? And my gut health was something that I struggled with most of my life, even growing up as a kid. Now I can look back and be like, damn, like I was really struggling. I just wasn't aware that my struggles and how I was feeling were related to how my gut was. And even for myself too, like, of course I love my mom. She was always doing the best that she could. Right. But I ended up even like, apparently like my birth was really challenging and stuff. And so I was on antibiotics and different things, like all like as a really young child all the time. And I do feel like this had really, really affected my gut health in general on top of just our everyday kind of diet. And even though my mom would make some meals at home, a lot of the stuff too was extremely processed. And my parents immigrated from Poland. So of course, too, diet, very heavy in dairy, very heavy in breads. And there was just not that knowledge, right? In terms of kind of really nourishing the body. Like now we live in this incredible time where a lot of people are far more aware, but like back then, right? Let me know if you can relate to this, but like it was a lot of really kind of poor quality foods, even in terms of like kids' lunches or meals. It was a lot of really processed um, foods, right? A lot of kind of junk foods we can kind of look back at now. And even in terms of how to really support our gut, there wasn't that much knowledge. And so this is where I grew up, even as a kid, like I can look back and I can remember like really struggling with my stomach. I always had like stomach aches. I always complained about my stomach. I would always have like random food allergies and everything too, and like break out in hives. And like, it wasn't like, a specific thing at a time. And so we couldn't really pinpoint things. And then too, I just didn't feel that good a lot of the times. I was really kind of struggling, yeah, with like a lot of stomach pain um, as a kid. And like, you don't really know like what's kind of going on or what to do about it, right? So anyways, there was that. And then obviously, like as I grew up, as I got older and even through high school and stuff, right? Like it's a lot of 
lot of partying, <laughs> a lot of junk food, right? A lot of driving. Once you, everybody gets their license, it's a lot of going to like fast food for your lunches and stopping at Tim Hortons or getting McDonald's and like all of these things. And so again, ended up having a lot of starting to drink a lot of more alcohol and having a lot of more like fast food when I was in high school. And I started noticing, right, like not only my diet, but also the hormonal changes that I was dealing with. Um, this was really affecting my weight. And this is where I started finally kind of like paying attention to my body, right? Unfortunately, that's usually the scenario for most women. It's like you start kind of looking at how you look and your body and your physique and looking at your weight and getting judged by other people and so forth and really having this struggle with comparison, right? And so that's kind of happened to me through high school too, specifically after some good old boyfriends who cheated on me because of apparently how I look. But anyways, we won't dive into that. But that's where again, right, you get super self-conscious and you start becoming more aware of these things and you start really kind of paying attention to your body a lot more. And fortunately, unfortunately, right, this is where I started paying attention to what I ate. Right. I started paying attention to how much I exercise, how many calories I was having, even looking into like ma what macros were and trying to kind of figure that out on my own. And so this is what really started driving my overall like health and fitness journey. Right. It started from being extremely unhappy with my body, getting really frustrated with my weight and not really feeling good. Right. And not knowing what I could do about it. And I always blamed it on my genetics. I blamed it on my shitty metabolism, right? All of these different things. I just hated my body and I was like really, really frustrated and trying to change it in terms of just really heavy calorie restriction, doing a ton of cardio. I mean, of course too, this didn't make me feel that great, right? And so again, further into my story is when I started kind of falling more in love with weightlifting, right? And as you may know, back in 2015 is when I did my first bikini competition. And the thing about my first bikini competition in terms of my gut health specifically was that even when I was dieting, right? And even when I was trying to lose weight previously, it was always heavy, heavy calorie restriction throughout the week. But then I'd always end up binging on a lot of really kind of like like fast food, junk food, those processed foods, and those really, really wrecked my gut. So I never really gave my body that opportunity to really experience what it's like to remove a lot of these kind of inflammatory foods that my body was having difficulty with. And so my competition prep, even though I was eating way more, way more regularly and way more carbs than I would when I was trying to diet down. The thing is that I ended up removing a lot of the specific foods that were really problematic for my body and my gut, right? As you may know, competition prep diet is pretty restrictive. And of course, you can approach it in a variety of different ways. But at the end of the day, there's often certain foods that are going to be a lot easier to digest, a lot kind of better, your body's going to respond better to them. Um, and then even for myself, right, this is where I remove dairy, I removed a lot of junk food. I removed a lot of processed foods. I ended up removing gluten, right? Because I was getting all of my carbs from like oats and potatoes and rice. And even in terms of other types of foods, right? Like I wasn't consuming a lot of junk food or processed foods. It was all coming from whole foods. 
also removed a lot of sugars, right? Because you're not really having a lot of sugars, even though you're having carbs, they're usually coming from complex carb sources. And so this is where, right? Like through my competition prep, I ended up in the first, that three month, I think it was like three, three months period, my first competition prep, my body completely changed. And the crazy thing was that oftentimes, right, we'll go into a competition prep and sometimes you think that, oh, you're going to feel worse. And I felt so much better. I had more energy. I had more strength, right? My body felt better. My bloating improved, right? All of these issues that I was dealing with drastically improved because I was removing a lot of these really kind of problematic foods and really focusing on just those natural whole foods. And this is where I really kind of like, it opened my eyes to, it gave me that contrast. It gave me the contrast of how I was feeling and how I was living before versus what my body has the potential to. And of course, when it comes to competing, like I'm not saying be that lean in terms of your body composition. Like it wasn't healthy. I, in terms of like how my body was in general, like it's not a body fat percentage that I would recommend maintaining. But that being said, specifically for my gut health journey, I felt so much better. And so this really kind of like gave me that contrast. And I was like, damn, I feel a lot better. And then of course too, post-show, what typically happens now that you've removed all these foods for a period of time, you end up kind of often going overboard, especially the first prep. It's really challenging um, because you haven't really worked through those those mindset obstacles that you're going to have to deal with until you've actually done your first show. And so obviously after many competitions, it got a lot better. But I remember my first show and I wanted to eat everything. I was craving everything. I ended up going way overboard. You've really dysregulated your hunger signals through your competition prep. Your hormones are a little bit out all over the place. And so I ended up re- rebounding and getting back to a spot where I did not feel good. Once again, I was extremely inflamed. I was extremely bloated. I gained a bunch of weight really rapidly and I just did not feel good again. Right. And so this is where I was like, damn, I don't want to do that. Like feel like this again. I ended up getting back in prep, started feeling a lot better. Right. And it was again, post-show reintroduce all of these foods or you have like cheat meals and you're like, oh, something's off. Right. So through this process, I had to learn the hard way over time, but I started kind of realizing like, man, like I feel different through the foods I eat. Like to put things in perspective, guys, like When I first started my journey, I was extremely clueless about nutrition, about health, about fitness. Like I remember probably in high school, right? Like I honestly, like (laughs) I, like I can say, I honestly thought that if you drink something and it was a liquid, it technically wasn't food and it didn't have calories. I strongly believe that at one point in my life, that is how clueless I was, right? So just to kind of put things in contrast, like I had to learn the hard way because like I didn't really get taught anything in school. You don't really get taught anything in school with nutrition. Growing up as well, I didn't really get any like information about nutrition stuff. Like my family, unfortunately, both my parents immigrated here, right? So they were working a lot. Me and my sister, we were at home pretty much kind of taking care of each other. And so this is where, right? Like our parents were often kind of working because they had to pay bills. They immigrated here, right? They really started off from like scratch. And so 
when this happened too, right? Like they're busy working. So a lot of the foods that we had were like microwave meals or really simple foods or snack foods that didn't require cooking because it's like, we needed something super quick and convenient. So like, I never really grew up with the knowledge of like, Hey, this is a balanced meal, right? These are whole foods. This is process. This is unprocessed. Look at the ingredients. This is what it means, right? Like I had zero awareness of that. So again, throughout my journey, it was a lot of learning the hard way and starting to make these connections and starting to learn. And so through the process of competing over a number of years, this is where I just started learning more about health, more about nutrition, right? And I became super passionate about it. And so even with that too, right, I ended up getting to a point as well, like through my competitions and through the off seasons and through the preps, there were points where I was like, man, like I just, I feel like something's off. I don't feel good. Like I know how I feel sometimes and I know how I feel other times. Like this does not make sense. And one of the big indicators for me too was that when I would go and have like a cheat meal, even if I didn't eat like a crazy amount of volume, the next day my weight would go up drastically. There were some times where I would gain 10 pounds overnight. And I was like, this is not normal. This does not make sense. Something's off here, right? And it's something that I kind of like, again, through the process, I just became more and more aware of certain things, started recognizing certain things and started asking myself these questions. And so again, I started digging more into certain things and learning and getting really passionate about health and nutrition and fitness and all of these things. And so I ended up actually going and going to my doctor and looking through like at certain things and being like, hey, Like I'm always bloated. I get super inflamed. I have these issues. I think something's off. And so ended up doing um, some testing and different things. I'm getting diagnosed with celiac. And of course, as you know, like celiac is no joke. (laughs) Celiac is pretty intense, right? And so your body has this really like autoimmune response to gluten specifically. So I was like, man, like I, but I've had gluten. How do I not celiac, right? Like, and it's like certain symptoms didn't quite 100% match, but the results were saying that like my, that work. And of course, my levels were extremely, extremely high. And they were like, yeah, usually that indicates that you have celiacs and like it's at these levels, it's like you have celiac. And I was like, I just, I don't know. Like, I don't feel like I have an autoimmune disorder, but your story. So find out my body hates, <laughs> right? And I didn't really have gluten in my competition preps. But of course, when we went out for cheat meals, when we ended up having certain foods, when we ended up treating ourselves, right? This is where oftentimes it was pizza or donuts or burgers or different things like that. And so I got to a point, right, where once I saw those results and once I had the conversation, I ended up seeing a naturopath and she was just like, she was like, no, like you probably have celiac, like just given everything, it makes sense. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to cut out gluten. And I cut out gluten 100% completely. Fortunately, I was in competition preps before. So I can really like, once I set my mind to something, it's like a switch, right? And that was for me, one of the things that just kind of that moment where I decided I don't need gluten. I don't need, because I end up doing a food sensitivity test too. Dairy came up really high um, as well. And I end up just making the decision, I'm going to cut out dairy and gluten. Both foods, very, very common. 
as a coach now and as a nutritionist, right, you would be surprised how much better 95% of people feel if they remove gluten and dairy for a period of time, right? And so again, I'm going to dive into my story a little bit more here. But when I finally made that decision, and it wasn't so much, I can't have gluten, I can't have dairy. It was more so, this is putting too much stress on my body. My body doesn't like this. And that is when, right, that flip, that switch that I had for myself was when I stopped looking at it as so much as this restriction, but now so as this thing that I can do to reduce stress off my body and give it this opportunity to feel better. I knew how I felt when I felt good. I knew how I felt at that moment and when I felt like shit. And so for me, I was like, I made the switch because I got the information. I had somebody tell me that, hey, like (laughs) your body gets really stressed out, really inflamed and has these issues when you have these foods. And so for me, when I finally decided and I was like, I do not need to put my body under this stress. I can live without gluten. I can live without dairy. Again, we live in this amazing, amazing time where we have so much variety and so many different options and so much access to certain foods. And I end up just making this, this like the decision. And fortunately, right, telling somebody, hey, I'm celiac, no questions asked. Whereas, right, when I was in competition prep, if I had certain foods I couldn't have or that weren't on my plan, I would get a lot of kind of like backlash from people, from family, from friends, from other people around, right? They would be like, well, have a piece. Like you, you, you already look fit. You already look good, right? And so I kind of <laughs> built a bit of kind of like strength in tackling those things through competition prep. But again, when I got to the point where I actually got the doctor and I got the naturopath to tell me, Hey, you actually have celiac, right? This is where it honestly made things so much easier, so much easier because I can go into a situation or even a restaurant and I can be like, Hey, I'm celiac. And they're like, okay, no questions asked. It was really nice. So anyways, that being said, right. I ended up cutting gluten out completely for a long period of time. Probably. I think it was, at, I would say a year at least. Right. And guess what? It was easy. It got so much easier over time. And then it got to the point where I didn't really have to think about it. But the big switch for me that made that really possible was not so much being like, oh, I can't have that. Like it's a bad food. It's like, hey, my body doesn't need this and it does better without it. And it made it an easy decision. Why would I not want to support myself? Why would I not want to feel better? Why would I not? (laughs) not want to be bloated and tired and struggling every single day. When you start making those connections and realize that your nutrition is so powerful and even your day-to-day lifestyle habits, right? And so especially for your gut health, sometimes there is going to be foods that are more problematic than others. There are going to be foods that your body may have be having difficulty digesting at this period in time. But, right? we look at things and we're like, you know what? My goal right now is to just reduce as much stress off my body and my gut as possible and really focus on nourishment. And that's exactly what I did. Focused on supporting my gut health. My top priority through all my food choices was how is this going to support my body? How is this going to nourish my body? How is this going to make my gut feel? And I started making decisions through that. 
And that's all I did. I focused on whole foods. I focused on the foods my body responded well to. I focused on the nutrients that I knew would be supportive. And I reduced as much stress off I, as I could off my gut. And I started feeling better. And again, it was a journey. It was a process that took some time. I'm not saying you may have to go through this process for an entire year. That's something that I did because I also was really, really struggling for a really long time and also starting to learn and educate myself more and expanding my knowledge. It didn't become so much of a, like a chore. And even to this day, right? And this is where I want to kind of wrap things up here. Even to this day, I still primarily focus on a gluten-free and dairy-free diet. Does that mean I never have gluten? I never have wheat? I never have dairy? No. There'll be certain times, right? There'll be certain times where in certain situations, there'll be a family event or we're traveling or we're <laughs> at a different, in a different country and there's just not that accessibility, right? And so I'll still make mindful choices. And I'll still do my best in general throughout my like day to day to really take care of my health and take care of my body. But it doesn't mean I avoid and totally restrict certain foods. And when I do, right, this is the other thing that I want to add on to this. I can have gluten. I can have dairy. My body is able to handle it. Sure, I may get like a little bloated depending on what I have or how much I have, right? But my body resets right away because it is not in this constant stressed out state because I've done the groundwork, right? I've done the work to get my gut back to a better spot. So now I can reintroduce these foods and they're not creating these problems, right? Because my body's not stressed out. And like our bodies are incredible. They're incredibly resilient. And so is our gut. Like our gut is so powerful. It can do so much, right? And it takes on so much stress constantly, right? It is constantly taking certain foods from the outside world and literally breaking it down and absorbing it into your body so you can use it as fuel. Like it's pretty incredible. But that being said, a lot of times we are constantly just filling our bucket, right? We're constantly just adding stress and stress and stress and more stress. And so this is where, right, our body gets to a point where it's kind of like F you. Right? And that's where we'll end up getting a lot of symptoms. So again, we can do so much with our day-to-day habits, with our nutrition, with our lifestyle, with doing the groundwork first to really kind of reduce that overall stress off our body and really get things functioning as they should, right? As they're meant to. And when we do that, right, little stressors here and there aren't going to create these massive like consequences. And so that's where, again, too, I really wanted to share this because now I'm at a point and it's hilarious. I find it hilarious because again, as I mentioned, I was somebody who struggled so bad with her gut health. Like I couldn't, there was one point I was like, I don't know what the fuck to eat because everything makes me bloated. I couldn't figure it out. I woke up, I was bloated. In the evening, I was extremely bloated, right? I, there was, I couldn't fix things. And it was really frustrating, right? Because I was like, what foods do I eat? And I just kept restricting and restricting foods. And then I was at a point where I was like, man, I can't eat anything. And the reason why for a period of time, right? was because I wasn't doing the groundwork because I wasn't actually giving that period of time where I really focused on my gut health. 
And so even though I would restrict certain foods, right, I get to a point and I'd say, fuck it. And then we'd go out and we'd have a cheat meal or something because I was so frustrated. And there was never that long period of time to just fully go all in to getting my gut like back in check and getting things like repaired and actually giving my body that opportunity to reset. And I'm, again, I'm not saying it's going to take a year, but the reason why I'm having this conversation is because the ultimate goal, right, is to not have to restrict these foods for the rest of your life. The ultimate goal is to get your gut to a spot, right, where if you do have certain things, it's not going to have negative consequences. The ultimate goal is to work on yourself and your mindset and your relationship with food and your relationship with your body. So that you can create this healthy lifestyle that doesn't feel like a burden, that comes second nature, that is easy to maintain. But if you're going through, right, and it's always negative, 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 I can't eat that, I can't eat that, I hate my body, right, you're probably going to feel stuck. So the moment, right, I switched and I was like, what can I decide to do today? What can I choose in terms of my next meal, my next snack that is going to nourish my body? Right? It wasn't like, I can't eat this, I can't eat that. Like, why does my body have to be like this? Why does my gut have to be like this? It was like, how can I best support myself right now? How can I make myself feel as good as possible so I can enjoy my life? Right? And then I realized, right, I just did it for a year straight. I removed these foods that once I couldn't. I told myself I couldn't. And it was easy. And again, it was that journey, that process, that step that gave my body that chance to actually fully reset. So now, right, not only is this lifestyle, and this mindset ingrained and come second nature, right, and it's easy to maintain, but I also have that flexibility throughout. And so I just wanted to share that too, because I feel like, again, a lot of people, they see the end result, right? I am so freaking proud to say that I am at a spot now where I can eat whatever I want, right? But fortunately, whatever I want tends to be a lot of these really good quality nourishing foods that I know my body responds best. And this lifestyle has become very second nature, but it was not always like this. It was the complete opposite. (laughs) So if you're struggling with things, right? Just know it is possible. It does take time. It's not going to be, you're not going to get it through that new, kind of weight loss product that you purchased with $29.99, right? It's not going to be that 10-day booty building program or a even the, like 14-day like gut reset program because there's probably a root cause, right? That's actually at play. And it's not just the foods you're eating. It's also your relationship with them and your relationship with yourself and your relationship with your body and your mindset that you need to work on. And that does take time. So usually there's a lot of learning the hard way, taking those steps. And again, a big reason why I am a registered holistic nutritionist and we take the Nixon approach and we have our programs designed in the way that we do is so that we can save you the time to hit these milestones, right? Get your body back in balance, get everything functioning as it should, while also working on your mindset and your relationship with your body right throughout to really have that end goal where you have a sustainable, healthy lifestyle. 
where you're thriving every day and you feel confident with your choices. That is why, right? That is why we designed Nixon Nutrition and our programs because I learned the hard way and I want to expedite that process for you. Because if you're struggling right now, I struggled too. And it took me some time, but I want to save you that time. I want you to learn through my experiences, my mistakes, and also my experiences working with hundreds of women over the years with this exact approach. So that's my gut health journey. I've gone through it. (laughs) I've had my struggles. I've learned through it, right? I've gotten to my goals with it. And I've gotten to myself to a point where I am happy and thriving and feeling amazing in my body. And that is what I now do and what I now share with other women. And that's my journey. Struggles <laughs> to my wins to now helping you with your struggles to get to your wins. So anyways, sorry for the technical difficulties. I'm going to wrap things up, but I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. So if you have any questions regarding gut health, if you are struggling with your gut health, if you need any support whatsoever with your overall health, please do not hesitate to reach out. So enjoy the rest of your day and I'll talk to you guys again next week. Bye. That's all we got for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. One thing that really helps this podcast and other women who have yet to join us is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen. Please share with anybody you think might enjoy it. And also make sure to connect with me on Instagram at Nikki Quark. Until next time.